0: Hey, today's motivational quote comes from John C. Maxwell and John says, what you become is the result of what you do today. In other words, you are preparing for something. I'm going to read it one more time. What you become is the result of what you do today. In other words, you are preparing for something. Now, how does this relate to you as an English learner? You see, you have many goals. You want to speak English confidently. You want to sound like a native English speaker. Maybe there's an English exam that you'd like to pass. And in order to achieve these goals, you have to work hard. Well, John C. Maxwell is trying to encourage you to do something today, not tomorrow. Whatever you do today will affect your goals. What you do today, what you do right now is a foreshadowing, a prediction, showing you what you will accomplish. So if you want to be that amazing English speaker, start right now, put into practice what you're learning and remember that what you become is the result of what you are doing right now, what you are doing today. I, as your teacher, believe in you. So one more time, John C. Maxwell's Maxwell's quote says, What you become is the result of what you do today, right now. In other words, you are preparing for something. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear new English words, expressions, and so much more. You will also learn how to think creatively in English and express yourself like a native English speaker. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is Teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now in today's episode, you are going to learn new vocabulary words and expressions that will help you speak English fluently and help you sound like a native English speaker. You are going to learn automotive, self-driving, put the brakes on and put the pedal to the metal. But before we jump into the episode, I want to tell you about today's English resource. That's right. Today's English resource is the ebook, how to make long sentences in English. English, that's right. This ebook will help you start making advanced English sentences. You know, when I was overseas in South Korea, I realized that students like you had issues with organizing their thoughts and making longer sentences. And that's exactly why I created this ebook for students just like you. This ebook will take you through a 30 day plan that will help you write advanced English sentences. Organize your thoughts and finally speak English fluently. So get your resource today by clicking the link in the description. And if you're looking at the website, you'll see it right on the page. Now, are you ready? (laughs) All right, then let's jump right in. All right. So our first vocabulary word for today is automotive. Now, if I say it slowly, repeat after me, automotive. Good. Again, automotive. Excellent. Now, when I say it at a normal pace, notice how it sounds just a little bit different automotive, you heard it, right? The T's start to sound a little bit more like D's. So repeat after me now at a natural pace, automotive. Woo! you got it. Excellent. One more time, automotive. Excellent. Now this word automotive just means relating to or concerned with motor vehicles. So it literally is talking about anything dealing with vehicles, cars, or things that can be driven. Now I want to tell you a really quick story about when I bought my car, I drive a Honda and I love my car now. I had two or three cars prior to the one I currently drive, but when I bought this car, I had, you know, saved up a little bit of money and I was ready to get the car quote unquote of my dreams. Now I knew what I wanted. I wanted a two door. I wanted a Honda Accord, the sporty version. I wanted it to be either black or smoke gray. I liked the way the car looked. Now I've had this car for a while. Uh, the car is the 2004 model and it still looks good. I still get people asking me about this car. So I looked online searching for the car I looked for the best price I looked for the best condition and I finally found the car I was looking for but it was located in Virginia about a two or maybe an hour and a half to two hour drive away from my home at the time. But I looked over every detail related to the car. I looked over, you know, kind of the, the car dealerships reviews and everything seemed good. You see, when you have to buy a car, you must understand the automotive industry. You know what you're looking for. You have to understand different parts of the car. And I did my research. So the day came for me to get my car. I drove out with my mom, decided to ride with me. My dad had to work and we drove out to Virginia and I saw the car in the parking lot, Woo! I knew that car had to be mine. So we went through the formalities. I took the car for a test drive. I loved it. Black leather seats. Everything was perfect about the car. But I remembered I had to understand a little bit about the uh, automotive industry before I purchased the car to make sure it was in good condition. So I had talked to my mechanic and he told me little things to look for. And long story short, I purchased the car and I'm still driving it to this day. It's a great car, Emeline. And I'm going to drive it until it dies. So again, as you heard in the story, I mentioned that I had to understand a little bit about the automotive industry, right? You caught that, right? Okay. So let me give you some other example sentences using this word. Here we go. Sentence number one, the automotive industry struggled during the recession. Sentence number two, a mechanic works with automotive parts. And sentence number three. I am interested in automotive repair, but I am not good with my hands. Now, I do want to remind you all of the sentences, all of the meanings that I'm giving to you during these episodes can be found on the page that has the episode. So if you want all of the notes, you can either see it in the description area, wherever you're listening to this podcast, Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever you're listening to it. Or if you go to my website, go to speakenglishwithtiffany.com forward slash podcasts and you'll see all of the information that I'm giving you. The example sentences as well as the definitions for the words and expressions. So don't worry, I got you covered. (laughs) All right, so once again, the first vocabulary word was automotive. Good job. Last time, automotive. Excellent. All right, now our second vocabulary word is Self-driving, it's kind of a two-part word. Again, after me, self-driving. Excellent. Last time after me, self-driving. Good job. Now, this is kind of self-explanatory. It literally means operating without the guidance of a human. So a car that can be driven without human interference can be driven on its own. Now, I want to tell you about a movie I saw several years ago, and it dealt with this idea of allowing machines to kind of take over. I'm sure you remember the movie, iRobot, you know, with Will Smith. I never forget seeing, I'll never forget that, seeing the movie for the first time. Now, the movie is actually very good. And while I was watching the movie, you know, it's about robots that kind of, you know, they break the system and they kind of start taking over things. And as I was watching, I robot and watching will interacting with this robot and the robot understanding human emotions and different things. I started thinking about how our world would change. Now, when iRobot came on, we didn't have things like Alexa. In America, Alexa is Amazon's um, voice activated service. So we have actually Alexa in our house, so I can be downstairs and I'll say something to Alexa and she'll play music or tell me the weather. But these things did not exist when iRobot came out. We didn't have Teslas when iRobot came out. And there were so many things that we have right now that weren't available. When iRobot came out. So as I watched the movie, I thought to myself, man, what will life be like when robots, when machines start to quote unquote, take over or start to be integrated into our lives even more. And I also thought about self-driving cars. Will there ever be a time when a car will be able to drive people without them doing anything? Now we know that that is actually a reality right now. I was watching the news, uh, several, several months ago, and they were talking about a man who was recorded falling asleep at the wheel of his Tesla, but there was no problem because he had a self driving car. That's right. He was sleeping in the front seat and the Tesla was driving for him down the highway. And it was astonishing to see this man in a car. We're used to seeing people hold the steering wheel and drive, but this self-driving Tesla was taking him to his destination and he didn't have a care in the world. Technology has changed the way we live and technology has introduced self-driving cars. Now, I'm not sure if I'll get one, but I know that we're going to see a lot more developments as we move forward through the next few years. So again, you heard me say self-driving, right? You understood that, right? Good. All right, so again, self-driving just refers to operating without the guidance of a human. Now, the first sentence, I want to give you some example sentences. Sentence number one. Google has a new self-driving car. Sentence number two. The news anchor announced a major accident on the highway because of a self-driving vehicle. And finally, sentence number three. I would love to own a self-driving car because I could take naps when driving on long trips. All right. So one more time, we had two vocabulary words. The first one was automotive. Excellent. And the second one being a two part word, self driving. Good job. All right. Now let's look at our two English expressions for today. Now the first English expression we have is put the brakes on. I'll say it again. Put the brakes on. Good. Last time after me, put the brakes on excellent. Very good. Now this just means to stop or slow down the progress of something. All right. So again, put the brakes on just means to stop or slow down the progress of something. Now I want to tell you about something I had to put the brakes on. You see, when I was in college several, several years ago, I was a very diligent student, but I also had a love for God and a love for people. And I was passionate about doing missionary work. So when I was in school, I actually participated in a program where myself and several of my friends would go door to door and we would sell Christian literature And we were doing it to help pay for our education, but also to spread to the world, the love of God and the love of Jesus because God meant so much and he still means so much to me now. So that passion for helping others experience the joy that I was experiencing from knowing Christ and from knowing God, that, that passion was growing inside of me. And I found out one day during a chapel program, about a missionary opportunity in South Korea. Now, at that time I was a sophomore in college. That so I was about hmm, 18 or 19 years old. And I found out that they had a program that would send me to South Korea for a year, I would teach English to children, to adults. And I'd spend that time also teaching them about the Bible. Now the program was amazing. It was an amazing missionary opportunity. However, I had to put the brakes on my plans to be a missionary in Korea because I wanted to finish college first. Remember I was very studious. I wanted to get my degree before I went to South Korea. So I put the brakes on my plans. But now, you know, I actually did go to South Korea. So even though I put the brakes on my plans when I was in university, when I was in college, I still came back to my plan and eventually went to South Korea. So sometimes you have to put the brakes on, but it doesn't mean that you can't go back to your plan in the future. Maybe you put the brakes on something as well. All right, so you understand now how to use this expression, put the brakes on, right? To slow or stop something or stop the progress of something. All right, so let me give you three example sentences. Here we go. The first example sentence is, upon failing the semester, Hans decided to put the brakes on his medical school application. Sentence number two. Alex had to put the brakes on making dinner when the phone call came and sentence number three, the family had to put the brakes on further spending because their father lost his job. All right. So once again, the expression after me put the brakes on excellent. All right. Now our second English expression for today is put the pedal to the metal. One more time, put the pedal to the metal. Now I'm wondering if you ever heard this expression. It's a very common expression in English and actually it just means floor it. To accelerate to top speed. Think about a car in a car. When you want to go faster, you push down the pedal. So we say, put the pedal to the metal when you need to accelerate or go faster. Now, I want to tell you something that happened to me, a time where I had to actually put the pedal to the metal. Now, in this situation, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little bit scared. So, as you know, probably, I, I like going to the gym. I like to exercise. And usually, I exercise first thing in the morning. So, this day was like any other day. I left my home about 5.30 a.m., went to the gym, and I had a really good workout. And I worked out for about an hour, and then I was uh, heading back to my car. It was about maybe about mm, 7, about 7 a.m. Got in my car, started it up again, a normal day. And I pulled out of the gym parking lot, and I was making my way to the main highway area. Now, when I was, uh, sitting at the light again, normal day had no cares. I was relaxed, had a great workout. I was actually pretty pleased with myself. So I saw the light turn green. So I made the left turn to get on the main highway and I was driving. Now this was a four lane highway, right? And where I was located on the highway, there were shops on the left and shops on the right. On my right side, there was a McDonald's, a dealership, and on the left, on the opposite side of the highway, there was like a, um, a Wendy's, which is kind of like a fast food restaurant, and some other stores. Now, there was an opening in the median, median being the middle part of the highway. So, you know, are going, traffic is going in opposite directions, and right in the middle, it's called a median. So if someone going north wanted to go south, they would have to kind of make a U-turn in the median. And if someone was leaving McDonald's on the opposite side, they would have to come onto uh, the highway. So I was driving and I noticed probably about mm, maybe about 50 or to 100 meters in front of me on my right side, there was a gentleman coming out of McDonald's in his car. Now, he was sitting there in his car, but I could tell that his tires were still moving a bit. And I looked to my left where the median was, and there was also a car there. And the way the car was, it, like, it was about to come out. So there was a car in the median trying to come onto the highway where I was driving and a car coming from McDonald's. Now, the car in the median, I saw that the wheels kind of stopped, but the car that was at McDonald's did not stop. And I was going full speed. I was going the speed limit, but the speed limit was very fast because it was a highway. The car pulled out onto the highway, but instead of, you know, going the same direction I was going, he actually was trying to cross four lanes and go to the median, but again, remember I said there was a car already in the median trying to come on, so this gentleman coming from McDonald's was not going to be able to make it all the way through the median. Cause someone was obstructing him. So basically as this car was pulling out from McDonald's, I realized he was not going to be able to speed up enough to get to the median. This is where the panic set in because only two things were going to happen. Either I was going to hit him head on right in his driver's side door because he was coming and I was going fast. I was going to speed limit, but he was coming and he was driving extremely slow. Either I was going to hit him or I was going to have to speed up to try to pass him before he got to where I was. Now I was already driving the speed limit and this happened in a matter of seconds. And I realized I had to put the pedal to the metal in order for me not to hit him and for him not to hit me. So I slammed on my gas pedal and i sped and literally missed he missed me by an inch now again i'm a christian and i know god and the angels protected me but i literally had to put the pedal to the metal and my car, my tires streached my my car whipped a little bit but i was safe and so was he and i looked in my rearview mirror and i knew only god had saved me but i had to put the pedal to the metal in order to avoid that accident Now, maybe you have been in a similar experience where you have had to put the pedal to the metal, drive extremely fast and accelerate in order to. Avoid an accident. Now I do want to give you some example sentences. I hope you enjoyed that story. I was so happy that, you know, God brought me through it. It was a little bit tense, but God brought me through it. So here are the example sentences. Sentence number one, we are running late already. So put the pedal to the metal. Sentence number two, James was going to have to put the pedal to the metal. If he wanted to finish dinner on time for his wife's arrival and sentence number three, don't put the pedal to the metal, take your time and allow the process to take its course. All right, great. Now let's go over these expressions and vocabulary words one more time. We had two vocabulary words. And two expressions. So here we go. One more time. The expressions were put the brakes on good and put the pedal to the metal. Excellent. And the vocabulary words, automotive, excellent. And finally, self driving, excellent job. Very good. So again, we had four automotive, self driving put the brakes on and put the pedal to the metal. Now, I think you know what time it is. I think you know what time it is. Come on, hey, come on, ah, uh, uh, uh. It's, 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 it's story time. Come on, it's story time. Come on, come on, it's story time. Hey, it's story time. Here we go. <laughs> Woo! All right, guys, it is story time. That's right. We are going to uh, use the vocabulary words and the expressions to make a story, a creative story. So again, we have automotive, self-driving, put the brakes on, and put the pedal to the metal. So I'm going to create a story in real time to help you remember these words and Expression. So I hope you are ready for the story. I want to tell you about a girl named Lisa. Now, Lisa was a great girl. She actually had five brothers. That's right. She was the youngest of six children. She being the last And she had five older brothers. Now Lisa had a great personality. She wasn't like a spoiled younger child or a spoiled only girl. She was her dad's favorite being the only girl, but she wasn't spoiled. Her brothers loved her and she loved her brothers. Lisa was amazing. But Lisa was also very unique. You see, she wasn't the little girl that liked to dress in pink little dresses and play house. No, you see, Lisa had five brothers and she was her dad's favorite. And her dad happened to be a mechanic. So Lisa was very familiar with the automotive industry. Lisa would ride with her dad in the morning and and sit and watch her dad at his shop, work on cars of all types. She saw him work on Lamborghinis. She saw him work on Acuras and Lexus and even old cars, old uh, model cars. Her dad was amazing and he could work on anything. But one day while Lisa was sitting in her dad's shop, watching him work on a car, she saw something out of the corner of her eye. She saw a car that she really hadn't seen come into her dad's shop before it was an electric car and and she had seen electric cars before, but something was different because the person that was in the driver's seat didn't seem to be driving. So as Lisa was studying the car, her dad noticed her, he he stood up from his work and he, he said, Hey, Lisa, she said, dad, what, what kind of car is that? He said, Oh, that's my new client's car. It's a self-driving car. It's pretty cool, huh? She said, yeah, dad, that's amazing. She said, you know what, dad, I want to build a car like that one day. And Lisa shocked her dad because, you know, he knew that she always came with him to watch him work on cars at his shop. But he had never heard her mention that she wanted to work with cars. And he said, Lisa, let me ask you, why do you specifically want to work on self-driving cars? She said, well, dad, you know, I love watching you work on cars and I love the automotive industry, but I also like technology, daddy. I like computers. He said, okay. He said, so what, what are your, what are your plans? And she said, daddy, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start studying everything I possibly can about self-driving cars. I'm going to go to the library and get 10 books today. And he said, baby, let's kind of put the brakes on just a little bit. He said, I definitely want you to reach for your goals and i want you to do that but why don't we take a step back a little bit put the brakes on just a little bit and why don't you go over to that car and just look at it first instead of getting into the books first why don't you experience the car in real life first maybe that client will let you sit in the car get first hand experience and then i'll definitely take you to the library to get the books but i want you to experience it first and she said you know what daddy Thank you. She ran over to the man that was driving the car or that was in the car. And he said, of course you can get in. And she looked around the car and it was amazing. Now the man saw how excited Lisa was. And he said, Hey, little girl, do you like this car? She said, yes, this car is amazing. She said, well, I told my daddy one day I'm going to, I'm going to make cars like this. He said, oh, really? She said, well, sir, how fast does this car go? He said, well. When I put the pedal to the metal, this car can go 150 miles an hour in under 60 seconds. Lisa's mind was blown. She said, it can go that fast. He said, yes. If I put the pedal to the metal, it can go that fast, honey. Lisa's little face lit up. She said, one day I am going to make this car. I'm going to make a car just like this. And the man looked at her and said, you know what little girl, I believe you will definitely do that one day. And Lisa just smiled back at the man. Now, I hope you enjoyed this story. Maybe you are like Lisa. Maybe when you were younger, you had huge dreams and you were excited and your dad or your mom inspired you to experience things. Now, I hope you heard all of the words and expressions, automotive, self-driving, put the brakes on and put the pedal to the metal. I want to encourage you to remember, you can practice what you learn by making creative stories too. It helps you to visualize the words and the expressions. Now, I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget today's English resource just for you is my ebook, How to Make Long Sentences in English. It will help you sound more like a native English speaker and take you through a 30-day plan that will finally help you sound more like a native English speaker and speak English with more fluency. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to continue improving your English fluency, all you have to do is click the link in the description to get today's special English resource. This has been teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.